Aloha, everybody. This is Q, the abolitionist, and you're listening to episode 36 of Unshackled Liberty. How you doing, Gumbo? My feelings is kind of hurting, man. Why? Because I think Theodore thinks I'm stupid. I don't think Theodore thinks you're stupid. Why? What makes okay. you think that no, Theodore no, no, thinks no. you're that stupid? That was a stupid thought. <laughs> I think he low-key thinks I'm... I think low-key he thinks I'm special, but in that special kind of way. You know what I mean? Oh, bless your heart. Hey, at least he thinks I'm cute, though. <laughs> he thinks I'm cute. So, I'll take that. <laughs> so, On, on the fight another day. That's fine. We just, we just got done uh, having a conversation <laughs> with, with, uh, with, uh, with, with Theodore Quinoa. Again, actually, this is the second time he's been on the show in two weeks. Uh, we yeah. were going to have a discussion between him and Shane Hazel. Um, about the place of the Libertarian Party in modern politics. And uh, it was going to be a bit of a debate, and I was really looking forward to that. But uh, Shane wasn't feeling well and, and wasn't able to, to uh, make it to the show today. So it was, uh, it was just Theodore. And yeah. we got into some Christian, anarcho-Christian theology. Uh, was it theology or philosophy? It's not theology. That's not it, the was right a, it was a philosophy. hybrid. Yeah, yeah. A hybrid. And uh, I got a chance to, to, to do a little impromptu sermon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, is it, that it what it is? considered a sermon, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but we, will have, uh, we will have Theodore again for round three because, uh, you know, unfortunately we couldn't have uh, Shane on, but that's okay because I got something really important to tell him when he come, finally gets a chance to come on. Is that about your eyes? Well, you know, his name is Hazel. My eyes are Hazel, so it means something. What is Hazel? What does that mean as a color? What does that mean? It's it's a combination color, bro. Look, my eyes are green and brown. Hazel. Mine are green. My his last name green. is Hazel. Are my eyes green? My eyes are green and brown also. Then you have hazel eyes. So, oh man, that's like a that's a tripod of awesomeness. That's a trifecta. <laughs> that's the hat trick, baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So uh, here's episode 36 with uh, with Theodore Kino. So what's up, dude? Aloha. Do you want to record too? Just in case yeah, there's something. Yeah. Yeah. So you want me to go ahead and press the yellow record button? Yeah. Okay, give me a countdown. Five. Four. All right, I went ahead and did it because I don't care about your countdown. Why do I? I feel like I should have known better. But uh, hey, so, I got I got some news for you. What's your news? So. <laughs> This is funny, actually. Uh, so I talked to my, one, of my, one of my buddies that used to work here in Hawaii. He was actually my roommate for a while back in the Salt Lake days. And, uh, um, I, you know, he left the island and, he's, and uh, he put me as a reference and they called me and, and I gave him, you know, a five-star review because he's my homie. He's a good dude. And I called him and reminded him 
and we started talking and chatting and stuff, you know, he's married and doing his thing and you know how it is, you get busy. Well, I was like, hey, he's like, hey, what have you been up to? And I was like, oh, me and my, me and my homie started this uh, podcast. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, this dude's like 31 years old. He's never even listened to a podcast before. That's what he told me today. And I was like, what? And anyway, um, so I was like, uh, I was like, you have to go and listen to it because you know me. And if you don't, I'll be mad at you. And he started listening to it. <laughs> then he called me. He's like, dude, I got questions. And I was like, I was like uh, okay. So I FaceTimed him at breakfast and I was showing him the kids and let him say what's up to, to, to the whiff. And uh, he's, he didn't want to talk about it. He was like, you know, he, he just hesitant. And I was like, okay, I'll just call you back. So I went outside after, after breakfast and I was like, what's up, man? And he's like, he's like, so all this stuff that Q's saying. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's like, well, I don't know what volunteerism is. And, uh, and uh, he's like, so Q would ask you a question. And then I don't know what he's talking about. And I was like, well, you got to listen to it. And he's like, well, do you, does he ever answer your questions? I was like, yeah, you have to listen because it's a complex thing. It's not just like, what color is this? Oh, it's this color. You know, so it takes time. And I told him, you know, it was like, I'm new to a lot of this too. So it's going to take a little bit for you to wrap your head around some of the topics that Q's coming at you with you know what I mean so well even then in the whole grand scheme of this you know uh anti-state voluntarist kind of mindset voluntarist mindset um bro I'm only in on this I'm only into this like four years yeah so and and it's like and even then it's like um really probably two and a half years right because I was messing around with the idea of of being active in the LP for a while and then I was just like, you know what? It's all bad, all of it. And that's why I jumped ship. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, actually. Um, good. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be good because, uh, you know, I mean, I look at it like the crypto game, right? The cryptocurrency yeah. stuff. You, it, takes you, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time to wrap your head around it. And I've been, in, I've been following that stuff every day for like going on two years. And I know a lot about it. I'm not an expert by any means. A lot of that stuff's way over my head. But it takes time so you can see through the veil, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to understand what's happening because people will take advantage of you you know like you got to know certain things and just like like a lot of the stuff in the anarcho sphere and that kind of stuff like it takes time like i don't some of the stuff i don't understand i just don't and i'm trying to and i'm starting to see it with better eyes well yeah well it's it's you just come down to the first thing you gotta understand is that everything the state does is violence even if it's not yeah. Well, right. if you even, tell even, somebody that yeah. that has no idea yeah. about what it is, then they're like, "Oh, what does that what mean? Does that That's even stupid." Mean? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, first you, you have to first get to that point, right, in understanding mm-hmm. that that even the city bus is violent, right? And you think, "Oh, why?" Because it's, it helps the community and it drives people around, and all the old ladies that can go to the grocery store without, you know, yada yada. Except for the fact that you know it's at least in part subsidized by taxation which is theft which makes it violent right like like it's it's almost like you have to get to the point where you're not like you you, you for me it's like uh there's this uh this guy this old philosopher um machiavelli right and mm-hmm. uh he, he he coined the phrase the end justifies the means and that's a uh, that's a, a perspective that a lot of people take on this and they go well the end is good or at least the end desire is good um so that means the means to get there are good also. And that's just not true. Right. Like, so, you know, there's all kinds of state run programs that on their face, you look at it and you go, 
well, no one's getting hurt here. This is this is good. They're helping the community or, or even like welfare even, right? And that's the, there's somebody that's down on their luck and they need help. And on its face, you go, well, that's good. We should help each other out. Absolutely, 100%. Except where does that help come from? That help comes, that help comes from the coercion of other people, right? And, and so that means that, that the end result is itself immoral because the means to get there are immoral. Um, whereas you and I, in our own desire to help somebody that's down on their luck, Q and Gumbo could throw together a couple hundred bucks maybe and help out somebody that really needs help and pull them out of the gutter, maybe even a yeah. thousand. I don't know, depending on how bad the situation is and how ba- how good off we are at that I got, moment. You I know? got five whole dollars for my yeah, homies. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, but you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and there's different, there's different seasons of life. And sometimes you may be able to be more generous than others. And the whole principle is that everything, at least for me, that everything the state provides can be provided by the market through nonviolent voluntary means. And uh, the fact that we have these conversations about, well, who, what about the cops? What about the firefighters? What about the teachers? Yeah. Well, those are all indications to me that there's a market for police and fire protection and, and educators. So that since there's a market, then the market would provide it if the government didn't have the monopoly on it. You, you know a thing or two about Biden fires, don't you? A bit. On, on, a, on ships. On ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you get the point, right? Like, I don't know, but, uh, to get to that, you know, I mean, this is kind of like to answer your, your homeboys, you know, question, and maybe he's listening to this episode, maybe not, whatever. He'll but, make it. He'll make yeah. it. But, uh, it, you know, once he gets to episode 36, cause that's what this is, by the way, wow. um, then hopefully he's learned a little bit more or at least heard me at least, at least decided whether or not I'm full of garbage before he gets so, to no, no. Well, here's the good thing. Yeah. Somebody's calling me, asking me questions about our podcast. So that that's, in itself that's kinda is cool. a win. That's a yeah. win. Hey, winning. Hey, uh, also, uh, <laughs> twatter okay. cancer. In the future, when you hear this, there you go. <laughs> when you Tell them to go to uh, anchor.fm. Leave a twatter question. cancer. Go to anchor.fm and leave a question. In the future, when you get yeah. this, yeah, <laughs> you know, listen and <laughs> listen and uh, drop a question in the voice voicemail, whatever that is, and and uh, maybe we'll play it and then want, we'll try and answer it. I want to talk about something extremely important. What you got tonight? Dominic Reyes is fighting Jan Blockowitz or whatever. Dominic yeah. Reyes is the dude that almost took down. Uh, who was it? Bones Jones, Johnny Bones Jones. Was that was that who he fought? I don't yeah. know, man. Oh, well, I'm not, anyway, I'm excited about it. But also, Israel Adesanya is fighting Paulo Acosta, uh, Paulo Acosta and that dude is a beast. And so, so those are going to be exciting. So by the time people hear this, they're going to know who wins. But tonight's going to be fireworks. Yep. We're about three weeks in. That's okay. been our average, cool. right? Cool. Like, so by the time we release an episode, it's about three weeks uh, past recording. And, you know, we can adjust that, of course, as we get uh, episodes that are more, um, what do you call it, uh, you know, time, time sensitive, you know? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, dude, so we're, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have Shane Hazel on today and then we're going to have, um, Theodore, uh, Theodore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his name, uh, ancient grain, um, 
quinoa sorry yeah terrible that's at first that's at first a, i was against quinoa but after eating it a few times i'm like this stuff does I hold like, its place it is yeah, quinoa yeah. is good yeah so so uh but but shane hazel shane and theodore are coming on and they're going to talk about the, the place of the libertarian party and so if you've listened to um i think it's episode 34 oh we haven't dropped that yet no we haven't but you know so, well, by the time this episode drops, it will be two episodes ago. Uh, yeah. We had we had Theodore on to talk about uh, crowdfunded government, and it, and basically we just it turned into um, dismantling the Libertarian Party, and uh, and running as you know so much like lib- like liberty minded Democrats and Republicans to try and overthrow. Um, I should say overthrow. That sounds so bad, but try and <laughs> try and infiltrate. They're explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. But try and infiltrate the the duopoly with liberty hey and, theo's uh, funny man he yeeted us yeah uh, <laughs> but they'll hear all about that yeah, yeah, yeah. so we'll get those uh get those two guys in and then of course shane hazel's involved in the in the libertarian party and has run for office um i think a couple of times so so maybe we'll uh we'll have there's there's gonna be a bit of a discussion over the place of the libertarian party in in modern politics um and as a as a former lp member myself i'm, I'm definitely interested in in this discussion and maybe some other people are. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. I think it'll be fun. Well, they were squawking at each other on Facebook, right? Back and forth. And, and Facebook or Twitter? Yeah, that's the one. Twitter. Were they twattering or Facebooking? They were, they were not. They were not Facebooking. So sorry. Sorry for the slip. I try to stay off Facebook, but uh, they were on Twitter. Uh, on, going the, on, back their and t- forth. on the TikTok platform, they were, dancing, <laughs> they were dancing real hard at each other. <laughs> they, were, they were dance fighting. They were dance fighting. But uh, like, uh, like that old, what is it? Was that Beat It? Michael Jackson, remember they were yeah. dance fighting in the music video? <laughs> yeah. So they're doing the old, the old Michael, Dan- Michael Jackson dance fight, like beat it. Oh, and, um, it's, almost, and it's almost Halloween, dude. Or bad. No, it was yeah. bad. I'm sorry. I was way old. It's bad. Q's bad. Kujitsu, yeah. come on. <laughs> so so they, were, they, were, uh, they, were, they were punch fighting uh, in the Twitter, and I pulled them into a DM and said, hey, you know, this is a good topic. It's worth having it. Let's do a show. And they both, they both said, fine. And uh, so that we got them here today. Hopefully, uh, they uh, they show up. So I'm gonna give them the link, and then yeah. hopefully they, you know, they, they, they were tongue boxing each other's brain box. That, that makes it sound so dirty. It doesn't. Think about it. That's just because of the things that you. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Let's see what you're trying to do there. You're trying to throw me out there. I am. Throw me under under the 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 bus. Yeah. So, so why did we why did we miss the uh, most recent episode of uh, hashtag Ulo? What was that? You're trying to blame me? Yeah, I was blaming you, man. So so normally I was ready to go, and you and you weren't. No, 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 no. You you know what time I get home, and you're trying to call me as I get home. Well, don't act like I mean you know that's the problem, right? You're putting your family in front of me, and you know that's yeah, I can't, that's an yeah, issue. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> shouldn't do. I'm just kidding. How dare I do that every time? I'm just kidding. But uh. <laughs> So, well, you know, I had to work late Friday, man. Friday was a, was a disaster. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. What happened? Just, well, I I don't want to go into it on the show, I guess, but why not? You you can be vague. It's hard. You know, so many of the details, it's like, it's lost in the details. And if I don't share the details, it's like, it seems like it's not a big deal. But if I share the, worm out of this, well, if I share the details, then, then, it'll be bad for my customer and ultimately bad for me. Oh, I, so, I don't want to mess with your, your, yeah. your business, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I won't, but uh, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was fun. 
um, in a, in a, in a silly sort of painful sort of way. Mm-hmm. But uh, going, going back to the whole, like, I'm sure we could do an office season of, of the work that I do. Like I know everybody could be in this one um, or parks and rec or something like that. I know you could, I know we could turn my, my job into a sitcom. I know we could do it into like a family you know, TV series. I think people would love it. They wouldn't believe it. We wouldn't have to change a thing. Everything could be true and honest and, 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 and completely correct. And everybody would think we're well, like, I, I know a thing or two about a thing or two about what you do. So, yeah. 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 Everybody would think we're, we were making it up. So did I tell you how proud I was of my, of my, uh, my oldest, uh, my oldest child? No. What happened? So she still doesn't have a job. She's over there uh, going to college and she still doesn't have work. Um, and, uh, so she's still looking for a job and she's like, you know what? I'm going to sell plasma. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. She, she's making the ends meet, man. So she's figuring out a way, man. She's like, she's like, I did some research. I can safely sell plasma. Donate. She said donate. She's been using the term donate. I'm like, are you getting paid for it? She's like, yeah, go. Then you ain't donating it. It's yeah. not a donation. You're selling. You're selling it. And uh, so she goes, well, okay, I can sell plasma twice a week, as, two days a week, as long as there's at least 24 hours in between. So she's doing it every Tuesday and Thursday. Wow. <laughs> that, that kind plasma. of stuff scares me, man. People are going to look down on me after this, but yeah, I've only I've only uh, given blood once in my life. So so when I was a kid, my mom worked at the local hospital, and she was a phlebotomist, right? At the at the uh, in the in the hospital, right? Yeah. So yeah. Sometimes whenever we didn't have a babysitter, I'd go with her, and she'd draw my blood and show me how all the little machines worked, and I was cool with it. Sometime in my adult years, I got a I got this this thing about needles, and I didn't like them anymore, and I especially don't like my blood to be drawn for some weird reason. Well. Uh, at church, not too, a few years ago, three years ago, I donated for the first time and it wasn't that bad. I was just real tired when I went home, but they've been calling me again. One of my, one of my special blood. And I'm weird. I don't know, man. It gives me the heebie jeebies, bro, because it's like they're sucking the life force out of me or something, but I have, I'm typo negative. So I'm the, I'm the universal donor. So I'm it's, Hey, who just popped in? That that's uh, that's old Theodore. So, Hey, Theodore. Keep, keep going with your story on that whole type oh, of so, negative. Yeah, so, so anyway, they're, they're, they're calling me back. I feel bad because I know the lady was telling me on Island, there's a very small percentage of people with type of negative, And that's the one that they need the most because that's the universal, except if you're type of negative, you can only receive type of negative. So I'm feeling real uh, convicted about it. And I think I need to donate, you know, and I'll, I'll probably get there. I'll, I'll probably do it. But, but anyway, that's that. So I pass out. Did you know that? That, that I told you this before, didn't I? A, a big ogre like you? Yeah, dude. I, out I go to sleep. Blood. I go to sleep, like hands down. <laughs> like I go to sleep. So the uh, and, and it's not like because it's not because I'm scared or anything. Because I'm not. Like I understand it. You know, the body is designed. It can. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. The needles. I don't even have a psychological problem with needles. Um, it's just a. It's just an. It's a an involuntary physical reaction. And they say it's, it's got something to do with my blood pressure actually dropping. And when my blood pressure drops, it's like the Cause body. Because it's so used to being way up there. Well, because, you know, I run on, I run, I'm redlining all the time, right? I'm pressure's way up. But uh, when, uh, when, when my blood pressure drops from donating, from having blood drawn, yeah. I'm out, gone. The Dude, first time I'm it ever happened to me was in boot camp. Wow. The wor- that, of course, is the worst place for something like that to happen, right? <laughs> so I went to sleep. After they were drawing my blood in boot camp, 
And, uh, and of course they're like, you know, they're getting into me about it. Like now there's something wrong with me. So I got to show that there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> they're like, yeah. Hey, look at QAnon over there shining the knee knockers. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> then, hey, you know what, dude, my, my little, my little brother, uh, dude, he has this thing with blood though. If he sees blood, it makes him sick. He'll pass out just by seeing like a lot of blood. And that, but uh, I don't know. Hey, Theodore, are you doing okay, man? Are you, are you, uh, are you with us? I think so. Is my I microphone working? Yeah, oh, yeah, you're good. good okay. clear, I got a new Wi-Fi and I got a new microphone because I wanted to sound good awesome. specifically for your conversation as well as others. I'm sure my auto quality in the last one was a little subpar. I'm sorry. It's always been. Yeah, hey, man, fine. you're looking good, too. Oh, thanks, yeah. brother. So, so specifically for our conversation as well as others. Well, it can't be both, man. It's either specifically for our conversation or it's for No, I've been else. pushing it off for months. And then I finally said, you know what? <laughs> it's really cool. We get to talk to an actual candidate for Senate. Let's have good audio. So I was clicking a bunch of yeah. stuff, hoping that it sounds okay. I haven't mastered it yet, but it seems like, you know, I don't know, better than what I was doing before. Yeah. I'm a master at unmastering stuff. <laughs> man, I'm... So, I'm wait- so we're... How you been? So it's been a couple of weeks. It's not, you know, how you doing? It's all, it's, it's all good. Everything is unchanged since the last time we spoke, hung out, told you guys what I want to do. And uh, let's, let's do yeah. it because this is a great choice, man. Shane is a guy I, I followed before this, you know, yeah, I knew him and yeah. we had interacted. He's a really like, and I've listened to him on something like biting the bullet and he's had those guys on his show. Like he's a, he's a really solid, like military dude. It's just one thing. I like just them. one thing we disagree on. So that's why I'm so excited to see if we can. <laughs> oh, this is a, yeah. This will be a good good conversation. Yeah, it's uh, a, that, that's a great. I'm yeah. I'm really glad. I can't remember which one of you two it was that just jumped in because that's always what I'm thinking. It's like whenever people of somewhat intelligence and importance are arguing with me, like if anybody wants to record the debate, I think it will be entertaining. You know, I think because yeah, yeah. it's like I'm not going to waste my time on Twitter talking to people about like BS. I'm not on there like talking about like flat Earth, right? So it's like if he can tell me why the LP is the right thing for him to be doing, like cool, I'm done with Twitter, right? Like I'm, I don't need this anymore, right? I got the crowdfunding government idea out there. Everybody knows, great, you know. So it's like, all right. So what's the deal with the LP? Once I figure that one out, I'm good. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So he's uh he's also got a blue check mark, dude. He's got a he's got a check mark. He's got a blue check mark, bro. So uh, I'm about to reveal how much I know about Twitter. What is the big deal with the blue check mark? What does it that means, mean? It means you're like super famous. You're powerful. He has a blue check mark. Oh. All right. So the check marks are determined by an arbitrary process that is not made known to the public in regards to exactly who gets the check mark. And you'll see some very obscure accounts that have check marks. Then obviously the big ones will to prevent people from. Basically, the idea was to prevent people from imitating you. So, yeah. Yeah, for, right. yeah. First things first. The homeboy's got uh, got thirteen thousand followers. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, yeah. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of people following him. On I mean, Twitter. he got the I'm he sure got a ton of, of votes. Like he got like one third of the votes in the Republican election two years ago, or the uh, the Republican primary. Like, yeah, dudes, dudes, wow. the real deal. Like, this is a. I'm I'm genuinely excited. You know, like, I'm always excited to to broadcast right and record and have some fun. Yeah. But it's like, wow, this is a real heavy hitter. Yeah, that's fun. This will be good. So uh, as we, as we wait for him to show up, what what have you been up to? Same same stuff, huh? So anything you want to anything you want to small talk about before we uh, before Shane? Uh, yeah, I, I would. Um, so one of my favorite things that I found out about recently are called streamcasts, and the idea is that it's whether it's Discord or whether it's um, Zoom, uh, getting a bunch of people in, sort of like a pile a dog pile up format, and just everybody just 
talks uh, about what they want in the stream and they go on for hours. Like there's been a few really good ones that I've done recently. One I like is break the rules and they do it a few times a week. And so I don't, I don't publish them on my, on my page or anything. Cause I don't really talk CFG. It's just neat to see that many people who want to talk about random stuff. And then I had yeah, a, a couple yeah. good ones where I got some Liberty involved folks in and then saying on Thursday, we'll have like a, like a, um, libertarian party versus non-libertarian party libertarians and he was asking me if i could get somebody else i'm debating with next week on lions of liberty um it's still under wraps and secret mark hasn't announced it as far as i know but it's going to be angela from the la libertarian party she's the chair of them so do you need me do you need me to edit that out because we're recording no, that, that, that's actually okay because it's uh it's yeah. It's, it's, it has been promised. I mean, you know, I mean, I can, if you no, want me okay. to, I can, it's, yeah, if you want me to, I it's, can no, cut it's, it out it's, before it's fine. It's a, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice uh, Easter egg that's in there because we kept it relatively under wraps. It was supposed to happen a few weeks ago, but um, there were some complications with scheduling that were on their ends that we got resolved. So um, we might even try to get her on that stream as well. So the big thing that's been happening to me is just the idea that these streamcasts are great. And I was considering starting my own, but I'm just so, the reason I like being a guest is I'm just so lazy. Like I can't remember which one of you was talking about how terrible it is try to figure out how to record on something and then have a backup recording on a different program and yeah. well that's me i, I oh, you know, God. so and speaking of that yeah speaking of that so i, I gave you recording permission to so okay. if i just i just did it i can't uh, figure so it out want no to record, i i, I want fine, to i just to. can't figure out how and yeah. i don't want to screw it up either now that i got this new setup uh, you're good um you're i hope fine. i think it's solid you're fine yeah no you're good so so it's for 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 us we use twitter or not twitter nope that's the other one i we use uh we use zoom to do these calls and then we record and then i go in and edit and uh and release the podcast based off of the zoom the zoom recording right so um but zoom can be squirrely man zoom can be funny and squirrely yeah. and so i i wanted to have a backup recording and we've never really been able to pull that off and some of it's a little bit of laziness some of it is the fact that also like both gumbo and I mechanic are mechanics by trade. Right. So like all of this electronic, you know, fancy schmancy mumbo gumbo is like kind of a different language for us. So we're both kind of learning. It's I would, got no tool. I would know, love to talk there's about no wrenches um, I would love to talk you know, about so mechanic like stuff for a second if you guys want. So I'm <laughs> a, ahead, yeah. ahead, I'm Darren. a contractor by trade. So, you know, uh, I get involved with a lot of different building trades, but never, mechanic work you know we just pay that stuff yeah. and then get angry about how high the labor rate is right as <laughs> as con Man hours. <laughs> yeah. what's yeah. uh what's the labor rate like in hawaii for uh yeah. mechanic that's got to be good right that's got to be gosh i would think in 150 bucks in a major metro seems reasonable so what could it possibly be in hawaii it's it not depends on the trade it depends yeah. on the, the speciality okay. you know what i mean the ele the electrical trades if you're like a union electrical trade in the maritime industry, you're, you're looking, the, the forward pricing rate for those guys is a little bit over uh, like a hundred dollars an hour. Maritime. I uh, like most, it. Okay. Most, yeah. Most of the other, um, most of the other maritime trades are in the, uh, the 50 to $60 an hour. Of course, it depends on where your, uh, what your company is like. So if you work for a fully facilitated shipyard, um, there's a couple of those out here and their rates are in the 90, they're just general labor rates that are, that are priced. Yeah. That, that's, that, that's not all, as, not as high as labor. I was expecting yeah. by the way. It's not. Yeah. And uh, well, a lot of that is, you know, Hawaii's Hawaii's not a huge. Um, so Hawaii is very expensive. Yeah. Right. Everybody knows that. Uh, but it's also one of the lower end as far as, as, uh, as far as like median household income. Oh, wow. Um, so, what a fascinating idea. So the, Jeez. Yeah. So the cost of living 
uh, exceeds in general the ability for, for like a single family to, to exist like as just like a nuclear mom, dad, kid, dogs, backyard, right? So um, most, most people who, who own homes, like own homes and live the, the suburbanite lifestyle here, most people have multiple generations in their homes. Like, so you'll have grandma and grandpa, mom, dad, and the kids, and maybe an aunt or an uncle living with them too. Um, that's what goes on on the so south side of Chicago and uh, west side, especially. Yeah, there's a lot of proud multi-generation households that own the house. And so even though cost of living is out of control, they have the basics uh, figured out for the family unit. Yep. So they're able to deal with some and, of the craziness of Chicago. And sad part, sad part about Hawaii, though, is like the pe- people from Hawaii really, really get it, man. Like They really get screwed over. It's pretty sad. Yeah, the, the, the story of Hawaii is a really interesting one. And one that's it's interesting it how it's taught in the history books, right? It's like, well, I don't know. America saw an island, took it over. There was already a kingdom kind of rolled through. It's like, wow, man, it just glazed yeah. through that part of American history, huh? Yeah, yeah. I took it when I was I'm, when I got out of the Navy here, I went to school, went to college or graduated from UH West Oahu, which is not UH, like it's not University of Hawaii. It's it's an, it's like any other like like state university system, right? So it's just a campus in the UH system. So West Oahu campus. And um, I took a semester of uh, Hawaiian studies my sophomore year. And, uh, and based off of that, I almost changed my major. Wow. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was fascinating. I loved it. I loved the whole thing. And I wish I could have done, done the whole, my whole major, my whole degree, my whole under, undergraduate degree on uh, Asian or uh, Hawaiian and Pacific Islander studies. But um, my wife actually, you know, she being the smarter one of the two of us, she uh, talked me, talked some sense into me and said, dude, you're, you're, you're a white guy from Sacramento. What, what are you going to do with, with a Hawaiian studies degree? And, uh, you know, and then, okay. So the joke is like, Oh, what are you going to tell me? I can't do anything. Cause I'm, you know, cause of my race, right. you know, oh, <laughs> you know like, of course, that, that whole argument. Right. But, but the truth is like, I'm a white guy from Sacramento. What am I going to do with a Hawaiian studies degree? And uh, so I didn't do it. I, I stayed with business and, yeah. and that's, that's, that's worked out obviously. Um, yeah, but, no, uh, the business thing is great. I'm with you, you know, the, the whole functional use of education, but my biggest yeah. regret yeah. is not sticking with education because I can only imagine if I would have got more involved in public policy, political science, especially um, public health, how much more of a help I could be giving to society as an educated mind of the ivory. Cause I mean, yeah. the ivory towers are really screwing up right now. Like where is the education system that is defiantly questioning what we're doing in society? Like all of the schools, it's, it's very fast, like 99 point, whatever percent of schools are like rolling along with everything right now. And it's like, man, I wish I was still stuck with education and like stayed in it and been scholarly. You'd have been, you'd have been ostracized. Exactly. But that, but that, yeah, but that, that would be a great thing. You would have, you would have, yeah, you, yeah. Well, I mean, if you yeah, if you're trying to be a martyr, right? I like, am. But I mean, you know, and, and there's power in that, of course. Right? There's, <laughs> there's, there's power in. No, but yeah. But I mean, there, there is. If that's what you're trying to do, then that's definitely, you know, you can succeed in that, right? And and have influence by doing that. Um, Did you guys give any thought to going to Childerberg? By the way, I just I adjusted myself and I saw myself in the video um, that uh, Texas Liberty meetup in May. You guys, have any yeah. any thoughts of trying to squeeze in something else I, you got going on? You need to come stateside for. Well, I would, I would, I would like to go. Um, if only it were that easy. No, you know? I get it, man. Being in Hawaii it, is such a, it's like you're on another planet. You guys are doing your own thing and you know. That, that Childerberg's always in tech. Well, I mean, they've only, well, this is the third year. Yeah, there would so be new, numero, numero trace. Yeah. Um, is there, 
who, so who's behind that? So that's that's uh, Jacob with uh, so that's, Jacob yeah, from Car and yeah, Jacob, Jacob right? from Tasting Energy Car from Friends Against Government. And uh, right. yeah, it's uh, I I didn't get to go to this one this year because uh, I was working I was previously working for a company that would have frowned upon breaking the quarantine rules that Chicago and Illinois had set yeah. up. Yeah, it was pretty brutal brutal timing. I would I wonder if they would ever have an interest in in trying to trying to throw one out here into the middle of the Pacific. That's always been the idea, though, <laughs> that uh, everybody throws around as a joke and somewhat seriously that there should be regional meetups all the time for people like this. Like it's, yeah. it should it, liberty people discussing liberty should never be around an organization necessarily. And if you can decentralize the spreading of liberty to the individual, look at the value. So that that's essentially what Childerberg is. What does Childerberg stand for? It stands for literally nothing. Like the proceeds go to Free Ross, but if you disagree with Free Ross, that's fine. Like nobody's going to kick you out of the organization. Like so there's there's nothing to join. There's no membership. It's literally come down and drink beer in the park and meet some people on Twitter and Instagram that you might find interesting and humorous. And they're even cooler yeah. in real life. All of them. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I'd, I'd like to go, you know, I don't drink personally, but, but I I'd still would enjoy walking around and, and, and meeting some of the people that, that, uh, that, that we banter back and forth with, back and forth with on, uh, on the internet. Cool. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the reasons why we decided to try and do this, this podcast was, was of course to, you know, just have fun, have a little bit of fun, the two of us, and then, and then get to know you guys, get to know everybody that we play with online. You know? Yeah. I, so. I, I can't believe what a, what a rich community it is, but that's, that, that's what I'm trying to say is that, uh, and that's what ultimately we're going to get a chance to talk to Shane about. It's like, I just, I just see this, uh, this spreading of Liberty happens at an individual level and the more local, yeah. the better in terms of uh, trying to do it and just top down party stuff, man, it's just, it's just not for me. It's like Childerberg represents that in a really good, you know, one organization sort of uh, idea, but it's like, man, that's, it's, it's not even an organization that I'm a member of and I'm talking about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where, I don't know where Shane uh -oh. is. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I put the, you saw, I put the note in the DM there and that you saw and you, and you joined. And so I imagine he could see it too, if he was online or maybe, maybe you got something going on, but but uh, I got my notifications up, blocked. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, there's a lot of there's I'm, I'm happy we can small talk. Anything I'm, I'm happy to try to make a little bit of content for you guys. If uh, if if that <laughs> if it does come to I can I can assure you I'm I'm actually yeah. trying to dial myself back right now. Just knowing that we have a real like a real yeah. segment to try to prepare hold, for. Hold on to it. Yeah. This is you number, want to. your second your second time on uh, Unshackled Liberty though. How about yeah, that? and second yeah. time in like in the quarter too. Like we're like we're pressing right into it. Yeah. This is uh this is good yeah. stuff. I, I I'm very anxious yeah. to hear how that recording came out, but um it felt like it was an interesting discussion. Like I I was I was, was on the right path at that point, right? I was sort of getting there, you know. Yeah, you were there. I liked it. It was a lot of fun to edit too. Thanks. Uh, I think I used <laughs> the most swears you've ever had. I think it was like five. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Each, and the, the great there's time a, is each a... time I said, I'm really sorry. I acknowledge what I've done. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to conform to your speech code because I'm on your show and I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Right. And then I, each time I did it again, I was like, man, unreal. How bad of a guest I am. They're like, they're like Theo, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to go on this uh, libertarian variety show, but I can't curse. Huh? <laughs> no, I actually, I actually get it, and I can appreciate it because there's, there's, there's also um, the one thing I really like about libertarianism recently in the communities is finding out that there's sort of a traditional progressive divergence that is uh, healthy. It's really healthy for people who have more traditional values in libertarianism to to oppose and introduce their own morality. That's fine because that's what people do in politics. Whether it's right, of course not, right? We should be just talking about ethics and we should just be all straightforward and never with the mumbo jumbo gray area of 
some of the more morally tra traditionally minded people, but I'm always for people bringing in their own perspectives because those are the perspectives that exist in the world. We all can't be idealistically arguing about dictionary uh, definitions all day. Yeah. Well, that's how you end up with, with uh, everybody wearing gr the same gray shirt, you know? Oh no. Everybody's all the same. Yeah. Nobody yeah. Wants that. Oh no. That's uh, that, 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 that's what I've always found a difference in the Liberty movement compared to some of the other ones. Like I, I closely monitor the MAGA movement just because a lot of people who follow me and I follow back are involved with that movement. And it's very, I see that. it's, it's very, um, <clears throat> it's much less diverse in terms of thought. And that's a good thing and a bad yeah. thing, right? It's a good thing in terms of party politics. It's that machine that I want the people, the libertarians to grab a hold of is that the two party machine is so dumb and it just stomps right foot, left foot forward. Um, but man, they are some boring conversations, isn't it? It's like MAGA Twitter sucks compared to Liberty Twitter. Like there's no genuine disagreements. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I, I, I left the Republican Party because of MAGA, you know, um, functionally. And, that, and that's that I, I credit I credit the whole concept of, of MAGA and Donald Trump with uh, with me making my way out to where I am now, as far as being a voluntarist, um, you know, small L libertarian, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, I, I, when I, when I listen to these people talk, it's as if they are all reading from the same script. Uh, they are all sharing the same brain and, um, and I'm, and I'm, and it frightens me because. Yeah. yeah that's a that's, great way of saying how, it. some kind of like hive mind almost because in yeah, libertarianism, you don't have that. You have like people argue over the, in the meanings of words for days and days, which people are like, Oh, it's so dumb that libertarians would do that. It's like, no, that's what healthy political discourse looks like. And you're yes. getting closer to the truth. Every time somebody has an argument, believe it or not, because, because of all the stupid level one arguments, like Eric July would call them, like who would build the roads. It's now a meme in our community. And it's not even a, yeah. it's not even a discussion point because as a collective, yeah. we moved forward. Every individual looked we've, at that and said, wow, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Right. We've gone past. And it, yeah. instead of the, con and compared to what you were saying about the whole a hive mind sort of a deal it's like dude they're just yeah. like left but, bad trump good it's like wow this 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 yeah. is not this is not political discourse and it's got a mirror i mean it's you know that's team red and it's got a mirror in team blue right team blue is the same thing exact it, it same just it's, just, just, it's crazy it's just, how they're the wearing same they're wearing blue instead of red and and uh you know, it's just the only difference I see between mind. the colors is at the local level. So that that's where you can really start to have because whenever you're talking about federal politics and even state politics, so much is so much of it is 99% the same. And then they're arguing about real divisive issues that they actually do have the ability to pass one or two laws on a federal level or state level. So it gets real sexy and real divisive, right? But the local level, man, yeah. there's actually could make a difference if you roll in, do what you want with that party and just make it happen. Like, that's what I'm sorry. I, I can't, I literally can't control myself. I have I to, know you can't I stop. have to talk. <laughs> I have to talk to Shane about this because I'm telling you like this, this sort of idea is like, it's very strong in my mind that party politics is so stupid, but at the local level, let's exploit it. Like, it's like, man, how is this? Am, am I, am I, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills some days when I watch people like mindlessly <laughs> spend all their time trolling national red or blue party politics. When it's like, dude, even in your backyard is something much more important going on. The local government is doing that. Yeah. You could actually change. You could go meet these people yeah. or you could go compete with these people, but I guarantee you, you're going to see better results. So the megabots, I have a lot of them as followers and I follow a lot of them back. So I don't, I guess I don't want to disparage them is terrible people because obviously I would unfollow them if I thought they were absolutely horrible content yeah. on my timeline, but dude. Well, the, a lot of these people, a lot of these people, like I told you, I came from there, right? So that that's, I came from the right. Um, 
and uh, came from the you know the the neocon you know card carrying Republican Party member right, and uh, so a lot of those people are like you know friends family, you know so so you, you're I'm the same way I don't want to I don't want to disparage them personally on an individual level but but uh, together they are a frightening cult I, I see that and I'm just like I shake my head and just just in, in in awe that that was well mostly in awe because I, I there are people that I love and respect that are that are involved and. Also, that that wasn't that long ago where I was kind of in that same mindset, you know. So interesting. It's something to consider. Something to something to at least be aware of. And I and I try to be aware of it in myself because certainly knowing that about me, knowing what what I was able to do or uh, what who I was able to align myself with, um, and not give much thought about it, I need to be aware of the the, the potential for me to be able to do that again. And uh, knowing that you, you look forward and you go, okay, this is one of the reasons why I kind of real kind of pull back from government in general is um, just that there, there's a cult mindset. Once you get to a certain point, I have my notes, you know, I, I, have, I have my notes from our last meeting. I pulled up from the file. It says, it says, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, Q burn. <laughs> Cause you had said something, you had said something. Like, I burn it all down. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I was I was talking to my wife a little bit about that too. She, uh, we're, we're talking about this stuff, and and uh, she, we, you know, and when I say burn it all down, I mean that metaphorically. Sure, I'm not, um, I'm, not I'm not, I'm certainly not mocking I, it. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a burn it yeah, yeah. kind of guy. And I, and I don't, and I don't, you know, I'm not a guy that that I don't want, I don't want a violent overthrow of anything. I want it to be peaceful, but I want it to be real. And uh, so the collapse is coming, and I was talking to my wife about this. It, it's coming. It, there is a collapse. It is coming. We're on the road to it. And uh, the only question is how fast can we get there? And in a way, I kind of want to speed it up. Not like, not through violence or coercion or force, but I kind of want to see it. And the reason why is the sooner the collapse happens, the sooner we can kind of straighten everything out. And, and the sooner we can start to kind of like uh, rebuild. If that means local, decentral rebuilding, then, then I'm certainly... Um, on board with that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I see the way the world is going and holy smokes, I don't know what would speed the collapse faster, uh, a, a Trump victory or a Biden victory in November. Um, in a well, way, I don't hotly, see the hotly right debatable topic. It seems like it's burning down either yeah. way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I feel like, so one of the funniest things about Trump winning in all of this, uh, back in 16 was, um, just watching the left come apart at the seams. It was completely entertaining. It, and it has been for the last three years. It's been, it's been um, hilarious to watch. And uh, here we are about ready to roll up on it in November. And if, if Trump wins another four years, there it's, I just, I don't see how, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I have words to describe the chaos that, that will ensue. Theo, I was, tell, I was telling Q that on one of our ULO uh, episodes where we drive home and talk smack to each other, it's, I, I, was, I was warning everyone that's listening. I was like, look, we're all pretty sure that Trump's probably going to win. So don't go to these riots. Don't go to them. Don't participate. Yeah. Just stand back and watch because you're going to get... You're going to get, uh, get roped into something. Yeah. yeah rubber bullets to the yeah, dome. It's actually, okay? uh, <laughs> it's actually crazy it. that you stay brought it up. It. So I live in Chicago, really close to downtown, just outside downtown. And I work just outside downtown. And uh, I have made alternative arrangements for election day, the day after election day, the day after that one, because there is a chance 
I wouldn't, I'm not a true, like a real pessimist, but I put a percentage chance on it happening and I made arrangements three hours away to uh, dip out to for a couple of days. I said, Hey, if, if stuff starts yeah. going crazy downtown, which is normally where it happens, like it's very difficult for me to do my business and uh, we might all just go remote. And uh, that's probably would be what I would do. So it's kind of crazy to talk about because it's so real and it's coming that no matter which way it goes, I'm very worried about the following days of chaos. Yeah, after after Trump wins, all the feminists are going to come together and form a gigantic cat and just start taking off manga hats. Laugh, <laughs> laugh, laugh. It's going to be like some big Voltron cat of feminists. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's I'm so stupid. I love it. That's that's perfect. That's uh, the best way to look at it. I thought you were getting going to be say something vulgar, and I was like, no, not on this show. How many times have I dropped vulgar? You never have. Vulgar? You never have. Okay. I just When you said feminist, I was like, oh, no. I'm Here just we joking go. around. <laughs> I got some family members that are showing signs of, of never mind. Uh, Pause, stop, never <laughs> Yeah, me too. We all do. And that, that's, uh, that's uh, again, why, why I burn my family. Yeah, almost, almost everybody in my family has a strong opinion about party politics, except for a few. And it really disappoints me. I'm trying to talk them all off the ledge. And uh, it's very difficult because it's so fun. And I guess, Q, you, you can speak to it the best of how fun it is to be on a team and to rah-rah and have victories and watch your opposition lose. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a fun thing. It's hard to talk people out of that. Yeah, it is. And, uh, but when you, and I mean, the best thing to happen for my, for my in, individualism, I guess we'll say my, my, um, my anti-politics, I don't know. The best thing to happen to that was Trump because once he was nominated, uh, you know, the, the Republican uh, candidate for, for president, I just kind of went, Cause I was, I was on, I was on team Ted Cruz, man. Oh, okay. You know, I could, I, I could and, see that. Uh, yeah. You know, and I was like, you know, here's a guy he's, he's, you know, for, for me, Ted Cruz, he's a limited government guy, or at least so he says, and he's a, you know, he's a constitutional guy and, and yeah. And that's kind of where I was at the time. And Trump, Trump certainly didn't represent me. And, uh, and so when he won, I was just like, and then to see the Christian, right. These are my people, right. The Christian, right. You know, these are, you know, you know, like, uh, I like anarcho-Christians a lot, by the way. Are they just, yeah. uh, I, I love, uh, so actually yeah. I have on my mantle, um, I have uh, one book and it is by Thomas Jefferson. He cut up the Bible and put it into what we now call the Jefferson Bible. So he, he cut out the, uh, mm. he cut out the supernatural. He just did all the, the life and morals of Jesus of Nazareth and just tried to capture everything that Jesus was doing and saying in a book and did it in multiple languages. So he took like four different Bibles and I'm informed every day, the more that I learn about um, the principles of Christianity, like what it actually stands for yeah. as opposed to like what you think Christians stand for or what you see them stand for. Like you actually read the words. It's a very interesting pacifist um, it's very, um, forgiving. It's a, it's a very interesting philosophy as opposed to what you see. It's, it's, you're supposed to be poor. You're supposed to give away everything and help every do, do everything you can to help the poor in your community. It's like, did anybody actually read this thing? Hey guys, I got to interrupt this part of the episode real quick because I had a couple things mistaken here. I stumbled over my words a little bit as I was working from memory. I don't know if that ever happens to anybody, uh, any of you guys, but, uh, as I was listening to the playback, it just didn't quite sit right. Um, first of all, the Corinthian church was not the first place that we were called Christians. That happened in Antioch. And uh, so I had to, I'm going to clear that up right now. Uh, that was a misspeak on my behalf and my part. And uh, so I apologize for any confusion, but it was Antioch where we were first called uh, Christians. And um, that was a 
a slander, a slur. That was something they were saying to make fun of us. Um, and also, um, when I talk about uh, the church being responsible for uh, the crucifixion of Christ, what I'm talking about is actually the uh, uh, the Jews of the time, the organized religion of the time, not necessarily the New Testament church, which comes later, of course, through the book of Acts. And uh, the, the church, it does come from the Greek word ecclesia, which means called out assembly. I, I stumbled over my words there briefly, just as I was working from memory, but uh, listening to the, to, to the playback, I wanted to go and address these issues and make sure that I had it correct. Because anytime you, you reference the Bible or call out things from the Bible, uh, you need to make sure that you have it right. And uh, so those are some things I, I did a miss, I misspoke, and now I just wanted to solidify that and, uh, and clean it up a bit. So hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Thank you. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the point, right? Like when when you get into the whole parts about charity and whatnot, and uh, you know, having the state do it for you isn't charity. You know, that's that's theft. And and God God wants us to give because we have a heart to give. He wants us to have a have a charitable uh, life. You know, like it has a, to be like, free will, like, free will, yeah, to give from, yeah. yeah, and and God's a voluntarist. I mean, I don't want to put God in a in a in a, in a political camp because. Uh, obviously that, the, that's a very slippery slope when you try and do that, but, 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 but people do that, right? Like people will put Jesus in a, in a, Oh, Jesus would have been a socialist or Jesus would have been an anarchist or Jesus would have been a Republican. And, and everybody talks about all this stuff, right? But, uh, at the end of the day, the character of God in the Bible shows that he's for a peaceful existence. Right. And, 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 you know, people say, Oh, well, what about the old Testament? Well, and there's a lot, there's a lot of that goes on in the old Testament, but remember everything in the old Testament points to the coming of Christ, right? Everything, everything is preserved through the lineage of Israel to the birth of Christ. Right. So, so everything points to Christ. And then in the new Testament is obviously his life, his ministry. And then after his death, burial and resurrection, the, uh, the apostles and the first century Christians and everything there is pointing back to Christ. And we've missed that. We've missed as a Christian member, like in, in, in the Corinthian church, we were first called Christians and it was a slander. It was something like they were making fun of us in Corinth for following Christ. And we miss that we're supposed to be different and peculiar in this world. And we're supposed to be an easy target to make fun of. We're supposed to live a life that's set apart. And when you align yourself with state and you align yourself with politics, and this is just me kind of doing a little impromptu kind of Yeah, sermon, this is right? good. I'm into we, it. Go. We, 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 we miss that point. Well, we miss the whole thing about Christ because Christ came to seek and to save that which is lost. And his kingdom is not of this world. And when he, when he, when he died on that cross for us and, and you know, basically paved the way to an eternal life for us, at no point did he say uh, in all of his earthly ministry, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give to the poor, but it's okay if you pay the taxes and the Romans do it for you. You know, he didn't say, you know, go ahead and vote for your favorite politician because that will set you free, right? He didn't say any of that stuff. None of that stuff is any of the red letters that you read in the Bible. And uh, he was killed by the state, okay? There's no shortage of blame that goes around for, for, for the death of Christ because obviously the Jews killed him, right? The Romans killed him. And then, of course, if you're a sinner, you had something to do with that, too, because he died for you, right? And, and I say, if you're a sinner, 
because that's all of us. We were all sinners. Yeah, right? we all are. <laughs> so, so, like, so like when I say there's no shortage of blame to go around for the death of Christ, it's because we all put him there. But also remember who drove the nails into his hand, who put him on the cross. Well, that was the state. Yeah, the state. I love, and, I love and, how the story yeah. is. It's a real anti-state. Yeah. It's like a free, free yeah. thought anti-state is the, is the, more, like the yeah. lesson if you really want to dig into it. And then of the the hardcore religious is the ones that were temp, you know, having the state do that for them. Yeah. You know? And it was, so. it was the organized <laughs> religion. It was the organized church of the time. Now, granted, churches, churches comes from a, it's a New Testament thing, right? It's from Ecclesiastes, 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 Ecclesia. Sorry, I'm, my, it's Greek. I can't right. pronounce so, any of it, yeah, Q. So, it's okay, brother. <laughs> so, it's, so, but it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's like, but Ecclesia, which means a called out assembly, right? And that's a New Testament concept. Um, but at the time they had, they had that legalistic, like temple worship sort of thing going on with the Jews. And when Christ came, when Jesus was preaching against that established religion, um, they didn't like that. So they drove him to Pontius Pilate. They took him there and they said, we want him on the crucifix. We want him, we want him killed. And so it was the church that killed Christ. Well, the church at the time, the, the, the synagogues and the Jews, right? The, the, uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, right? They killed Christ. And then, of course, Pontius Pilate, representing the state, said, yeah, kill him. Do it. Do what you want, right? And, and of course, it was the Roman soldiers that drove the nails and put him, in, put him on the cross and put him up on that cross. And then, of course, the rest is history. As, as yeah, they, they, they were just um, doing their jobs, Q. They were, they were just, just doing, their jobs. doing their jobs, right? So whenever you hear somebody say, oh, leave him alone, they were just doing his jobs. Yeah, well, so were the Roman soldiers when they killed Christ. That's exactly you know? right. So that's uh we're all responsible for own nonviolent action and then so i i do all this and uh, i don't even know where i'm going with it oh no, run with it where, wherever but... it is it's, it's good man because there's there's not enough of that like i've i've tried to interact no. more with some of the anarcho-christian yeah. accounts because they post really good memes um and uh, they they have a very a very good message that it's people if people can get past the division of religion whether it should yeah. exist as a mythical or you know ir- irrational idea and just focus more on the morality idea that people just want an organized an organized way to discuss the lines of text i i see why people do it again you can kind of see where i where i would also fall on this that i like the individualized approach to religious topics as opposed to more of a yeah. sort of top down organ organized but i understand the benefit that people get from it that's why i wanted to do this with shane because i understand the benefit that people find from party politics i just think it's not good yeah. and sometimes I mean, I have that experience with church as well. Like we, we belong, I belong to a Methodist church and we go, well, used to go once a month before the lockdown. And um, I have plenty of division with what they're doing. They're having this huge, they were having this huge schism before every, all this started in regards to whether they're going to allow gay pastors and um, if they were going mm-hmm. to do gay weddings as a policy or how they were going to treat it. And so I'm constantly disagreeing with my organization of religion. And it's very interesting yeah to just be involved in it. And there's, like I said, there's benefits to these top-down organizations. I just wanted, I, that, that was one of the things I really wanted to get down to because it's, it's the same thing that, that I think about um, religion actually, that some of the best Christians are, being, are not being used to their fullest potential because of the church and the politics involved with it. It's hard. And, uh, you know, I, I go to a very good, uh, you know, I, I, I love my, I love the church I go to and, and I don't really um, disagree with the preaching uh all that much i think i think every once in a while there's something said from the pulpit that that i don't agree with but but more often than not it's because um 
More often than not, it's because of me. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah. Come yeah, on. Yeah. More often than not, it's because of me. So, so I'll put that caveat out there. Uh, but yeah, most of the time, you know, and the preaching is good. The church is good. I have a, have a beautiful church family that uh, we, we, we are all, all very loving and supportive of each other. We have good outreach in the community here. And, uh, and, and I, think, I, think we're, I think we're doing as best as we can with our, given our restrictions uh, to, to reach um, to reach the people. What, what, what kind of restrictions are you guys dealing with? Cause uh, we, we haven't, we haven't started um, our, um, we haven't started our Sunday services yet. Yeah, no, we're still, we're going, we're back to, we're back to church. We're back into Sunday school and we're doing all that stuff. Of course, we're wearing our masks and everything else. Um, but uh, we, we usually get out into the community and we uh, go talk to people and approach them and hand out, you know, uh, not, not, not in any sort of like intrusive sort of way, but, but just be in the community and, and help, those who are in need and then um, invite people to church, take the opportunity to share some information about our church, share some information about the gospel of Christ. And of course, like I said, not, not too intrusive. We're not beating down anybody's door trying to break into their house to share Jesus with the lost, <laughs> right? Like, you know, like that, that's, that's not what we're trying to do. <laughs> you some take people, this gospel, you yeah, take it. So, yeah. Some people try to do that, but that's not, that's not how we operate. And then um, it does give so, a lot of people a but, bad name sometimes whenever um, yeah. either Christianity or other religions are pushed so hard on a, uh, like a doorstop level, because I, I get, yeah. I get why yeah. they do it because it is effective with certain percentage of the people, but man, it certainly does turn off a lot of people who would otherwise listen if they talked about it as opposed to just got like accosted. Yeah with it yeah and and we don't try to do that i'm sure well so when i say we everybody's an individual so i'm sure we have some knuckleheads somewhere that are doing something like that but uh that's that's certainly not what we try to do and and you know remember remember the great commission and the whole thing is was we are to go out and reach the lost and that's that was the that was the last thing jesus said to the apostles before he ascended to heaven was get out there and share this and uh, and the very reason why he gave that commission to them and they went out in the first century and built churches and change the world in their in their world and then of course they went out and changed the world in their world of course every generation generation is why we even have christians today and uh, if you're a christian of any kind you know and you've heard this before that that uh, that our faith is one generation from from extinction so if we're not sharing it with somebody else um we're not we're not executing that great commission which is what jesus told us to do on our way on his way up to you know on his way up to heaven so after the resurrection he was with the apostles. In fact, going back to all this stuff, what we were talking about earlier, all those apostles, all of them were martyred and punished because they opposed the state. And that's how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be in opposition to this great collective, right? Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot to be learned in regards to the lessons. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, I, I wish, wish there was greater discussion and people putting that together because it's really interesting how often people associate Christianity with the right. Oh, I know. And uh, coming from that, it's uh, it's it is slightly frustrating. And that what I was saying earlier about about Trump was, um, how how the evangelicals, how the Christian right just rallied behind him, and uh, a guy that, I mean, you know the stuff that comes out of his mouth, and and you know the mouth is the is the gateway to the heart. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 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 what comes out of his mouth is what's inside him. You know. And uh, if he's talking like that, like what's he really f- feel? What's he really think? And and uh, I don't know. I, I just I can't. Hey, does that does that count when it in the Discord and the things that we're typing? Huh? <laughs> I'm just I'm joking. I'm joking. That's a joke. That's just a little joke there, Theodore. It's, it's just a little joke. Fine. We gotta gotta get it out there, man. Yeah, but you know, like, and, and so you look at this guy. That's uh, you know, he he. 
in my mind, represents almost everything that Jesus stood in opposition to. And I shouldn't say everything. That's, that's putting a lot on one person. But he, he personifies a lot of the things that Jesus stood in opposition to. And, um, and to see the Christian right just jump on board and say, MAGA all the way, baby, was, it was a little disheartening for me. Anyway, yeah. But uh, it was good for me because in the end it woke me up it, helped, it, it forced me to think about, you know, really do some introspective search into, into, you know, is Jesus a libertarian? Is Jesus a Democrat? And then the more I realized that, that Jesus was probably none of those. And that, yeah. and then long, the more I, the more I looked into it, the more I realized, you know, his kingdom was not of this world. He was very vocal about that. Yeah. So and, Jesus uh, was an anarchist without a doubt. Right. Is that, yeah. that that's provable yeah. and uh, like yeah. acknowledgement that um, because the believing in the, the kingdom of God is, the, is, is a hotly debated topic among libertarians because it, yes. is, it is admission to a totalitarian uh, belief system, right? So that there is, yeah. a, there is a leader, there is a king, there is somebody who is ascribing higher morals laws to you as an individual to follow. So I get, I get why there's pushback to that idea. If you, if you take it that far, maybe, yeah. um, that's, well, that, so that's sort of a, a direction. Is there a better word? Um, is there a better word? Because I think we use anarcho-Christian, right? So like a lot of these guys, they say anarcho-Christian. I certainly would, would align myself with yeah, that. Yeah, because that's the thing. Um, I can, I, I can so, buy that Jesus was an anarchist, even though the argument yeah. would be that he was ascribing to some type of kingdom. Like he would be some type of yeah. – it's, it's, he's arguing that you should join. You should be a member of this if you can. Yeah. So it's – what's the, So if anarchy is not the right word, and I can certainly understand why, because you know the kingdom of God is a kingdom with a king <laughs> – Right. I, I think it's a, it's, so, it's a good word though. It's, it's right because, yeah. um, and it actually ties into some of the ideas of um, how the America was founded. The ideas in the constitution, the idea with natural rights is that they are given by God. So somebody yeah. still has to give you these rights in order for them to exist. So therefore that is the higher, that is the higher kingdom, but nobody in the discussion of some of these inalienable rights, especially like freedom of speech or worship, right. Very relevant to yeah. what a, what a, benevolent dictator who is encouraging religion would want you to have um that yeah. that to me that that's never presented an issue for that philosophy so then it, it's 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 very fair to say that that jesus would still be an anarchist if that's the or you know yeah. being a believer in these thoughts these these christian morals you, it doesn't it doesn't mean yeah. that you're pro-state in any way shape or form because you're taking that Correct. one thing that had authority so the constitution got its authority from the higher power so you're still subservient to that so i, I mean i'm just saying i've seen that as an argument it's an interesting one but it, i don't buy it um i don't i don't mm. buy that people would say that you can't truly be an anarchist if you are a christian which is which is an argument yeah. that's made online every argument is made online which is good well, because we all need to think about every so argument possible right if if you got to be one and not the other, and if and if the rule comes down, you know who who brings the rules? I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but like if it comes down and 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 if forced to choose, am I a Christian or am I an anarchist? Well, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah, you're 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 taking and, that 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 and, higher yeah. that higher moral and, affiliation. Yeah. And and uh, so so if that means if that means that by by definition of somebody's somebody somebody's personal definition of anarchy that that means that i'm not an anarchist and i guess i'm not an anarchist for that person 
because I am a Christian first, and I and I and I won't. And again, that. if you're discussing, because um, the the discussion that I brought up, right, is a real double, triple referential, right? If we are accepting somebody else's premise, how do we then fit into yep. their logic, right? So we could also just, deny that logic and just like right off the bat. I generally choose not to. I generally choose not to. You know, I generally choose not to not to. Um, Accept somebody else's definition. Right. That that is that you know? is a lot of times where you yeah. get into trouble. Let's start with my definition, and then that way, if you disagree with me, um, because uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes if you're like, well, okay, we'll start with you letting us. You, okay, we'll start with you describing it your way. We're in trouble fast usually, and it's a long paddle upstream out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was wow. Yeah. And that was big. And and <laughs> one one unexpected episode right there. Um, considering that yeah. it's, it's never, it's never, you know, I, I never really touch on theology, right? Cause all I ever talked about is yeah. voluntarily crowdfunding government and ending the libertarian party as a good way to spread liberty. Right. So I have some, I guess I've never had a need to come on and just, uh, BS about the, uh, uh, the tenants and the structure of anarcho-Christian thought. It's pretty neat. I'm glad you guys are, uh, I'm glad you guys are out here running podcasts like this. I think I think that was we were not intending of that. You know, I know what Shane, Shane's going to not show up today, and he's going to listen to this, and he's going to be like, "Dang it, I should have been there." <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be on for a third time for sure, Theo. He, he, he could have got me. So, he could have got me really bent out of shape because I, I definitely get uh, I definitely get heated as it comes to that discussion. So I came ready. You know, I came with the caffeine. I yeah. came ready to go, and uh, that's. Hey, do you, do you think he's messing with you, man? You think he's doing a little bit of psychological warfare on that, you? That, getting you all worked up and then not showing up <laughs> i guess um i guess it worked because uh, i did i did a lot of research and preparation to try to make sure that i understood exactly where he was coming from and it turns out guys he and i agree on so much it's not even funny like he's well, a he's a really solid case. libertarian when we did that episode with with uh, derek and jeremiah i um, loved that god that was so great yeah. oh i'm so glad you guys fun, got those it? two together yeah. I, I forgot that uh I, I i forgot to talk about that i forgot to add it to my notes list so arguing That's arguing cool. with jeremiah is impossible um he's one of the greatest yeah. he's one of the, the greatest orators of our time because this what we're doing is a real skill in order to try to yeah. you, you try to frame the conversation take away whatever angle whoever you were talking about was going and then he is very good and versed in logical fallacies although i think he overuses the straw man accusation. It is right a lot. Um, it is correct. But given that everybody straw mans yeah. everyone, I think you have to learn to debate in that system as opposed to always call it out. We all argue. We all argue. With yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the thing. So it's like, and, it's and, always and we true. Do it, and we do it without even knowing that we do it. You know, I mean, we can't, you know, we're all, we're all screwed. It's, up like it's that. always true. And the, the great thing is that um, I've had that debate with Derek myself. I'm on, I'm on Jeremiah's side. So I am an uh, anarcho coalitionist in the sense that I'm a believer that um, it's better to align yourself with people who believe more in the collective voluntarily than it is to align with yeah. yourself that believe in the individual through force. And I think force, if you yeah. if you had to choose allies, the thing is you could argue either side, and that's the reason why the debate exists because it's not a completely the 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 right unity argument isn't wrong. It's just not as good if you had to choose one. So I was really glad that yeah. they got a chance to hash that out. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, you guys seem to you guys seem to keep the wheels on. You know, it's impossible in these debates, as right. everybody it, seems to find it, out. It was, right? It was it was hard, man. I remember a couple of times. I think I was looking at Gumbo, just like. What are we going to do, bro? I mean, we didn't say I think, it. Cause, so cause I, I thought it went well. I, I was just like, I learned a lot. And, and I realized like, I really don't know much about all this stuff. <laughs> 
but uh it's it was good I, I learned a lot about you know about these different topics i would so. greatly encourage you guys to consider that as a uh, if you want a shtick or if you want a format to focus on i personally listen to those kinds of episodes those go to the top of my podcast queue whenever there's two people that disagree with each other and then a podcast that i respect is about to hash it out and allow them both to talk like, like that's that's the kind of stuff yeah, that, thanks man cool I yeah think, i think th i think we i think that was fun too and, and 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 that's one of the reasons one of the reasons why i asked you and shane to come on uh, and do this one or what we were going to do today it worked um, out fine but, uh, it's fine fine by me yeah, well, i think listen, i think we, we we'll, got we'll, some good we'll, ground we'll nail this down we'll nail this down and we'll we'll get you on again and, and we'll have that conversation uh for real um with uh with shane i'm sure he's okay um oh we just got a message yeah i just got a message from him on in the in the dm and said hey guys and unfortunately well, i don't want to read it word for word it doesn't look like there's anything bad in there basically he was yeah. not feeling well the last couple of days and I lost track of time. So we'll, we'll just reschedule yeah, him. That's, that's yeah, fine. I mean, it, it does yeah. happen. I was, I was going to tell Shane, I was going to say, dude, your last name's Hazel and my eyes are Hazel. We're oh, gross, wow. Bro. The, 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 the deep <laughs> connection. Nice. That's a yeah. little bit, that's a little bit too cute, bro. That's hey, a little bit too cute. Gotta be, you, hey, you got to be cute sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> if people don't think you're smart, at least they'll think you're cute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll, we'll end on that. I'll take, I'll take it, Theodore. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and end the recording, man. Hang out for a couple minutes. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Unshackled Liberty. Now's the time where we have to pay some bills. And, and, and I guess, what do, they, what do they say? Pay some bills, clean up shop. I don't know what it is what you just kind of sweepers sweepers man your brooms <laughs> we just kind of pimp all your stuff right so like yeah. so like if you wanted to if you felt like you wanted to do this and you wanted to help us out financially uh we won't say no uh you can go to patreon.com slash unshackled liberty where we have a patch club i think it's three dollars a month and we'll send you our, our uh send you our morale patch it's like a velcro patch you can put on your stuff it's kind of dope um if you like it's our dope. if you like our show logo you're gonna like the the uh, the patch because that's what it looks like and uh, and then of course you can also support us at anchor.fm slash unshackled liberty that's uh, those are the guys that actually put together or distribute the uh, the podcast for us but you know what's cool about anchor.com nope no nope, no nope, wrong one anchor.fm slash unshackled liberty is you can leave a message for us um i kind of think that's a cool thing you can go in there you can leave us a voicemail you should leave us some voicemail yeah and if it's cool We'll play it, man. I mean, if you're dropping F-bombs and you're like saying nasty stuff, we're just kind of like, thanks, but no thanks. But man, if it's- We'll if it's, laugh about it, but yeah, it yeah. we can't use it. Yeah, we'll, we'll laugh between the two of us and, and whatnot. <laughs> but we're not, gonna, we're not gonna put it on the show. But man, if you leave us something funny, something stupid, something intellectual, right? I don't know. Yeah. Even something- uh, Leave us a message. Yeah, we dude, hear we'll, from you. We'll, we'll drop it. Where are it. you? Yeah, who, who are, are you? you? Who are you? Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, um, you've heard us do it before, and we're, we're going to keep doing it. If you guys are musicians and you want to send us an MP3 of some of your original work, um, you can send it to unshackled.liberty at gmail.com. Yeah. And, uh, where's our bass players? Where's our guitars? Where's the keyboards? Yeah. Where's exactly. our flute players? Harps? Where's our, I want a jazz. Bagpipes. Jazz. jazz blue, yeah. well, piccolo, <laughs> even. It doesn't matter. Anything. We, we, we want to <laughs> provide a platform for you creative people to, to express yourself yeah dude if you guys play a mean ukulele let's hear it 
let's hear it. So, so there's that. So you can send us that email. Uh, we'll play it. Um, so that's it, right? I think anything else we're missing. If you want to follow, if you if we want to follow you on Twitter, who who, who do we who do we follow there, Gumbo? I am at Crypto Gumbo on Twitter, and I am at Q underscore Abolitionist, and we have a show page at Unshackled underscore L, and we're most active on on Twitter, but. Uh, but you, I, I have a little Facebook page that I almost never use, and that's really just to distribute the, uh, the, the show on Facebook. But if you guys wanted to follow us, we're most active on Twitter, um, and we'd love we to chat. We also have a Discord, Unshackled Liberty Discord, but uh, we still have to build upon it a little bit more, but it's still there. It's kind of like entry-level, guys. You're dealing with, I mean, yeah, we're, we're Gen Xers, but we're kind of on the, kind of on like, uh, you know, we, we, don't, we don't understand a lot of that stuff, man. am i not allowed to say that all right i'll just joke it all right so anyway hey thanks for your listenership guys and uh we hope to hear from you mahalo